Do you want to get this show on the road? I guess so, now that we've talked about everything else. everyone and welcome to the fresh podcast market i'm panda and i'm here with my friend Teresa. how you doing Teresa? and it's been a good day it's been a busy and productive day but it's been good how are you i am doing great here at the fresh podcast market we are a real podcast about fake podcasts now i believe it is your turn to go first I mean, all, last episode was kind of a blur. I thought it was your turn, but it I might trust be you my turn. This. Like you said, last episode was kind of a blur because we recorded very late and we were very sleepy by the time that we got done. Would you like me to go first? Yeah, please. Let's you go first. Okay. For my first idea, I have a pretty simple one, and it's a podcast where the hosts visit a local animal shelter and review the animals. That's the cutest shit on earth. That's so good. Elaborate, please. I just, I love the idea of going to an animal shelter and reviewing the animals, like maybe just like a different particular animal that's in the shelter per episode, and you review it in the way that you would review like a movie or a TV show where you talk about like the animal's features and its pros and its cons and it would also involve the hosts going to an animal shelter and getting to play with the animal and that sounds like a delightful way to spend an afternoon. That sounds amazing and I could also imagine how cute it would be if you would like ask a dog that's like what are your thoughts on world peace and the dog just kind of like huff 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 huff, huff sniff 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 oh, on the interviewing microphone. the animals I I hadn't considered that but that is a great that is a great additional facet to this idea yes i think it'd be really cute and then also i think it would be an awesome way to get people to encourage people to come to the animal shelter and adopt the animals yes exactly that is one of the reasons that i liked this idea when i thought of it was because i feel like it would be good like pr for the animal shelter that they are visiting I, I only see one con with that. And do you know what that one con is? Tell me. I would want to adopt every single animal. Right? I can't go to an animal shelter. I'm going to want to take a cat home. I every can't do it. Animal. I know. I want a cat so badly. I miss having a cat in my house. And it's time for me to have a new cat. And I want to adopt a cat very badly. But the question is... What would this podcast be called? Oh, God damn it. That is always the most troubling question of them all on the show. It is show. the best and worst aspect of coming up with a fake podcast idea is coming up with a fake podcast name. It's like trying to decide how the orange should have been named. Like, oh, We're shit, not God. How orange. are we supposed to know what you name an orange? Exactly. I don't know. But anyway, back to the cats. Oh, gosh. I was going to start talking about orange. I'll stop myself there. Uh, back to uh, our puppy podcast, if you will. Um, shelter. Uh, ooh, maybe I was going to say like helter shelter kind of deal. Helter shelter is really cute. That's it not is. one that I would have come up with. I really like it. 
I mean, I also don't like the Beatles, though. And I don't only really care about of... the Beatles either, but it rhymes, and that mm-hmm. automatically makes it a good podcast name. And it's it's a pun, too, because yes. Helter Skelter is so well-known. The only Helter Skelter experience I've really had is reading um, the manga Helter Skelter, which is like a nine-chapter one-shot, which is really There's good. a manga called Helter Skelter? Yes! Oh my gosh. I highly recommend it. It's actually what my Twitter icon is from and it's about uh, a supermodel who's kind of like fading from the limelight kind of deal and her desperation to still be relevant there is a pretty popular I say popular in a way that it's popular with the aesthetic community and like edgy art tumbler kind of deal there's a live action movie uh based off of that and I haven't seen the movie but I want to but I've I never seen heard of this before. Ooh, I highly recommend it. It's really good. You can read it in a day. I read it in like two days because I read like four chapters one day and five chapters the next. Nice. It's pretty easily available to find online if you're about illegally reading manga. But if you want to read it in hard copy, which I would love to find, hopefully when I go to NYCC this weekend, I will find a copy of it because I really do want to own it in hard copy. I think it's really good. We but here at the Fresh Podcast Market would never endorse illegal activity. Oh, never. I've never done anything illegal in my life. Jaywalking? No, thank you, good sir. Jaywalking? More like naywalking. Ooh, good one. Parking in the opposite direction than you're supposed to when you didn't realize you could get a ticket for that. Never happened to me. Not paying your uh, train parking fee of $3? Mm. Nope, never happened to me ever. I love obeying the law. I've never lived in a big enough city where parking in the wrong direction has gotten me a ticket. Oh my gosh, I didn't didn't realize it was illegal in the first place. And I parked, this is so embarrassing, I parked on an empty ass street. I even checked to see if I had to pay the parking meter and I didn't because it was past 10 p.m. Because I went to go watch uh, my mom's husband's band perform at a local bar and and I walked back and I was like, what's this? I started driving and I was like driving down the road. I was like, what's this piece of paper on my windshield wiper? I was like, oh, it's a ticket. And that's when I realized that you can get a ticket for parking in the opposite direction of the flow of traffic on the side of the street. But I have now hypothetically learned my lesson and yet I still abuse it and do it all the time at my own house, right in front of my own house. I never park in the proper direction I'm supposed to, but whatever. Anyway, puppies. I think Helter Shelter is where we're standing. Yeah, I feel like this is a good idea. I feel like it's solid. We came up with a good solid name for it. So I guess now it's time for our next podcast. What's our next podcast, Teresa? You know, let's keep going. Our next podcast is stupid ass reasons why I got a ticket. Oh, really? Tell me about this. I mean, I've only ever had three tickets in my life and two of them was for getting to pay parking at the train station. And then the other time was for uh, parking in the opposite direction. So I guess I don't obey the law as well as I should. Um, But I feel like a lot of people have stupid ass parking stories and stories that they want to like get off their chest and stuff like that i got a ticket one time in atlanta i was parked in a parking spot for like five minutes 10 minutes tops and I I knew that it was not a parking spot that I was supposed to be in but I had a lot of people with me and we were going to a venue so I parked in this parking spot so that we could all go in go into the venue get our tickets 
And then I went back to my car and I moved it. Then I found out weeks, a couple of weeks later, when I got a ticket in the mail, some douchebag parking cop had seen me park in this parking spot for 10 minutes and sent that's, me a ticket. That's bullshit. That I had and to pay to the city of Atlanta. That's kind of what happened to me for uh, the train parking tickets. Both times I had my train parking tickets. So the rule at my local train station is it's $3 a day per parking unless it's the weekend, which is free. And then it's free after 11 a.m. And both times I got this ticket, I was catching the 1050 train. So oh, I was no. there for all of 20 minutes. And the first time it happened to me, I was so shocked. I was like, oh, I didn't know you can get a ticket, blah, 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 blah. And like, I've been going to this whole train station my whole entire life. It was like a super long day that day. My friends and I went to the city and like, I didn't, we didn't get home until like 12 o'clock. And then I saw the train and then I saw the ticket and I was like, this, this ruins everything. I, I'm done forever. But then the second time is actually I had my job interview um, with my current job now. And I was pissed on like a whole other level and like I completely forgot about the whole 11 a.m. thing so I was like oh, how did I get a ticket why and then I like drove past the sign and I was like 11 fucking a.m. so I know that like cops always end up just like kind of hunting down and probably checks everybody and stuff like that for a ticket within like the 10 minutes before the train comes and I think that's so brutal and unfair but whatever law is the law and your city has to make money yeah, um, I guess the law is the law, even when the law is dumb. I mean, I have a lot of negative feelings towards the law, but... Breaking the law, breaking the law. Breaking the law. So, I mean... Okay, so you. what is our podcast about dumb things that you've been ticketed for called? And would it involve guests? Yes, because I would love to hear people tell their story. Uh, I think it should be called Picket the Ticket. Ooh, another good one that rhymes that automatically makes it a good podcast name. Yeah, because like, you know, there's like click it or ticket for like yeah. seatbelt stuff. Picket the ticket as in like you're at the picket line. I think this ticket's bullshit. So picket the ticket. Oh, man, that's just that just nailed it in one. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm two for two right now. I'm so excited. We are on fire tonight. Yes. Give me good something good, Pan. Bring it on. Come on, let's go. My next idea is a podcast where the host interviews anonymous service industry workers about crazy stuff they've seen or put up with on their job. Oh, so you mean me shit-talking uh, my past retail job? Basically, because I feel like anyone who has worked in a retail or in a service industry job has wild ass stories about the ways that people behave because there's mm. something about the shopping experience or the dining out experience that just makes people behave like lunatics yes uh one time you probably have heard the story but i doubt a lot of our listeners have one time when i was so i used i worked at joanne fabric for a whole entire year for anybody who didn't know that Teresa always censors the o in 
Joanne when she types it out, and that makes me laugh really hard every time. Well, originally it was for the fact that Joanne Corporate couldn't hunt me down, but now it's kind of like I don't even want to say that word. Now it's part of the brand. It's part of the Teresa Navarro brand of me hating Joanne, and yet I'm constantly in there anyway. But I'll toot my own horn. I was a really good uh, salesperson there. Like I bet. I was was like, I literally made our store like the top in the region because of how much shit I was able to sell to people. Thank you. And um, so during so I was constantly put on register so of course I got like the brunt of like the shitty customers but it's fine it's whatever I've recovered since then and one time it was like mid-October it was right before Halloween so I started working there in July so I was still a little bit of a baby but I knew my way around I knew what the hell I was doing and um this woman comes up and she brings up these things and she's like it says that these are 70% off and I was like no ma'am they're not they're only 40% off blah 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 and she's like well the sign says 70% off and I I want this proper clearance and she like freaked out on me and I like called over my manager and I was like hey oh what should I do and he kind of was just like I'm sorry ma'am blah 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 um I don't want this and she was like this is false advertisement you can't do this to me and I was like okay so I'm like getting nervous and so I'm and then there's like another woman behind her that's like you should be giving me this too because I'm a lawyer and this is a setup for a lawsuit and I'm like I'm 12 I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll do it if you guys stop yelling at me. So anyway, the woman who was like the demon catalyst for it uh, literally checked my math on every single item and she was like getting more and more pissed with me and I like didn't even bother to ask her if she wanted to like buy whatever the hell that we were trying to get people to buy that time or whatever. And then when she put her credit card in, uh, sometimes so if you have a debit card in the systems that we had, it would give you two options and it would say US debit or visa debit and the top one was credit and the bottom one was debit but at the time I didn't know that I just figured because everything comes out of the same place mm-hmm. it's the same like everything comes out of the same card like I don't understand why people are so freaking picky about it but whatever and um, but what I've learned is that like the credit part it comes out of your checking account at the end of the month and then if it's just debit it automatically comes out or something like that whatever anyway something like that uh, something yeah and she's like what's the difference and I was like just press enter it's okay and she's like, I want to know the difference. And I was like, I'm not sure, ma'am. And she's like freaking out and trying to move it down. But of course, nobody touches the fucking arrows. So I just like pressed enter because that's what I usually would do for people who were just holding up the line like that. And she like freaked out on me. Oh she was like, God. that's not what I wanted. I'd spot up. I was like, ma'am, it comes from the same place no matter what. And she's like freaking out on me. And then she's like, whatever, it's fine. And she like finishes up the transaction. I tell her to have a nice day. I double bag all of her stupid ass shit for her and then she like goes to walk out the door walks back in looks at my name tag and goes hmm Teresa and then walks out she clearly was trying no then she what she was oh now I I take that part back she's like about to walk out the door goes back in tries to look for my manager which she couldn't find him because he was hiding in the back doing whatever the hell he was doing and then she looked at my name tag said hmm Teresa and then walked out and I never saw that bitch again for the whole rest of the year that I was working there but 
oh my god it was i was like i was shook for the rest of the day like and now that i look back on it i was like this girl like she must have had something like emotionally wrong with her to be that anal about it like I just, it's the idea wild. of somebody checking your math for every single item while you're just uh-huh. standing there in line it's like who yeah. has the time another person asked me why another person checked my math one time and he's like why does it cost this much and i was like it's tax and after i like heavily it's fought with sales him. tax yeah i heavily fought with him as well and to the point when when he asked me why my numbers weren't adding up and i said it's tax i just started to cry so i feel like i would have a lot to contribute to that uh to that podcast if that were to exist i feel like working at joanne probably has a very specific subset of weird customers yeah oh yeah i feel um, like there's something about going to a fabric craft store that sets it apart from like the average retail experience of dealing with like people who want to just buy clothes or people who just want to buy groceries or something like that definitely we would get a lot of cosplayers and a lot of the cosplay people were like super duper nice or were like either really really bitchy depending on who it was and like of course they all liked me though because I was like the only other person I was the only person at Joanne who actually cosplay was yeah yeah no I was like the only cosplayer at Joanne and my whole entire time of working there a year I only did not know what one series was that a person like said that they were cosplaying so like people knew to ask me and like people would specifically like I eventually like befriended a few of these people and like are now friends with them like on Facebook and like Twitter and all that jazz and they'll like message me and be like hey I'm doing this thing what do you suggest and be like I got you and like still to this day a handful of people are like hey I need cosplay advice I'm like yeah I don't even work at Joanne anymore but I still probably could astral project their whole entire um, catalog at this point so I always am willing to help people in need of cosplay assistance even though I like am a super bad sewer and I'm like not that great of a cosplayer it's the knowledge and my kind heart which makes me good. I feel like you should have gotten a button that just identified you as cosplay specialist. Honestly I was I suggested that to my boss I was like we should have little buttons that say what people specialize in like for instance my one friend's mom who worked there was like made jewelry and sold jewelry at events and stuff like that and she should have had a button that said like ask me about jewelry and then another person could have said like ask me about fabric because I had like one friend who really knew way too much about fabric and then I had another person that was like who would have been like ask me about bakeware because we sold bakeware and stuff like that like I would have been like ask me about cosplay but I also like was the person that knew way too much in general about our store like I just people would like managers would ask me how to do things and I just be like I know what to do boop 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 but I would show them so you say that like it's a bad thing but that sounds like a good thing it was a good thing but I also wasn't a manager so it was like I you should I deserve Uh, politics they should have made you a manager yes so uh yeah so what would we call this podcast i don't know oh gosh let me give me a moment to think about this um i mean shop talk yeah shop talk that's that's all i have to say i'm trying to think of something with like the word customer in it Ooh, if you're a customer fuck you (laughs) yeah that's a good one if you're a customer fuck you that's oh my god oh ooh, customer support or customer care 
there. Customer support network. Ooh, ooh, or the customer is always right. Ooh, the customer is always right. I think that's it. I think we nailed it. Yes, because it's like so painfully sarcastic and the listener knows before they even turn on. The the name evokes a cringe deep within the very soul. One time I screamed in the middle of Joanne, the customer isn't always right. And like, I think it was during um, like we would have a senior discount day and like my managers knew not to schedule me during senior discount day because I personally have a vendetta against every elderly person in general. I, I'm sorry. I hate the elderly. I hate them. I hate the elderly. Teresa, I hate the elderly Navarro. You know it. That's me. I hate them. And my God, there's something about elderly people fucking in craft stores that they're just demons. One time a woman was like, this bag has been used. I was like, ma'am, it literally was just folded next to me instead of on the little rack hook thing. Like, and she's like, I want a new bag. And I was like, all right, but what's the point? (laughs) Like another elderly woman like thought that she was my best friend because like I would do shit for her but I hate her guts customers who think you're their best friend because you're nice to them because it's your job are the worst yes I oh my gosh I can like still see her face and I cringe every time I think of her I'm like you can hear me like I'm getting more and more annoyed just thinking about these people there was another woman who I also hated and then the thing that like was the final nail in the coffin was that she made me measure out 30 yards of this disgusting hideous dot fabric and like that was I think on my second to last day working at Joanne and honestly I want everybody to know that my last day at working at Joanne was 4th of fucking July so god God bless America I spent it in retail hell and um I like if I were to see that woman in a dark alley at this point I would fight her like she just made me so mad and then she didn't even end up buying the stupid fabric oh my god are you serious she made you measure out 30 yards of this shit and then she didn't even buy it? Yes. I measured out 30 yards of this bullshit for her and then she was like, "Mm, not the right color and I was like, are you shitting me? It it seems like you should have been able to tell that before she had you measure out 30 yards of it yes and that fabric if anybody knows it and it was like oh gosh it's called um metallic met dosh uh wow metallic net dosh dot i believe um for people who work at joanne you totally know what i'm talking about it's like a stretchy fabric and then there's like confetti circles like kind of stickered onto it and it's like sparkly and it's it reminds me of like really cheap dance and halloween costumes but like so many fucking people picture of this right now and it's the worst yeah like people make like little mermaid tails out of it and oh i bet they do oh my gosh because they're too cheap to buy the yaya han mermaid fabric or the halloween whatever the fuck fabric so yeah anyway so this woman is like buying this fabric and of course since everybody fucking buys this fabric and special orders it there was like a ton of like random cuts of it so like some of it was like eight yards which was like a full bowl so that wasn't too bad so that was like continuous it wasn't that bad i had a friend help me roll it up as I like rolled it out kind of deal so it was like eight yards but then it was like two yards one yard three and a half yards and she was like no 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 needs to be at least four yards and I was like I'm going to kill you and she <laughs> was just like and like sometimes she was a pain in the ass because like there's a little bit of a language barrier but this this was no language barrier in the first place she just like between it was kind of like what she was requesting out of me and then what she made me take back was just super frustrating and she like had 
had and she like for instance you can't cut a fabric if somebody's like touching the fabric and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so I couldn't properly like I had to wait until she stopped moving it or it actually ended up having to like remeasure it because she would touch it and stuff like that and um she's usually like even though she's a little bit of a pain in the ass she's usually pretty nice but oh my gosh that day just I wanted to strangle her and in my heart I still feel bitter feelings towards her but yes um the customer is always right that's a lie I'm just looking at this fabric and it it gives me very visceral memories of like childhood Halloween costumes yeah exactly I'm pretty sure like when I was the little mermaid when I was four years old like that's what the bottom part was made out of oh I bet you were a great little mermaid thank you I bought the costume my mom bought me the costume while we were in Disney and I tried to swim in a fountain and hide from a security guard in the costume (laughs) during my time at Disney when I was four years old that's actually the best story I've ever heard in my entire life oh my gosh I can send you a photo please do please do I'll post it along with this episode unless you don't want me to then I'll just look at the picture and treasure it in my heart here I'll send you the photo that's like readily available that's on my Instagram and then I can send you like better photos of it for the episode Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So, how about one more final podcast for the road hand? All or right. Is give it, me- are we cutting it too late at this point? Nah. Lay it on me. Give me an idea. Uh, all right. I think we should have a podcast about kid politics. And by kid politics, I mean shit that was really, really important to you when you were like seven years old, but now means like jack shits you as a twenty-something year old. I really, I feel a connection to this idea. I'm trying to think about. Ooh. I've got one. Okay. I've got Uh an example. When I was... This is so dumb. When I was a kid, this is like elementary school kid. I would when our when my class would go to this park that was like near the elementary school, but not like technically on the elementary school grounds. There was like this like this awning that had these tables underneath it, and the kids had decided that one table was for people that like Pokemon, and one table was for people that like Digimon. And, and so like it wasn't necessarily like a rivalry but it was like if you liked one or the other you were supposed to stay at your fucking table and if you tried to go to the other table that was like not shit that you were supposed to do and one time I got mad at some kid for being at the wrong table and I tried to tell my teacher and my teacher was like I don't understand these words that you're saying to me I don't understand <laughs> what a Digimon is or a Pokemon oh my gosh uh- uh, and like for instance for me I was like really really into Powerpuff Girls as a kid ah I was and too and one time my mom called it Powderpuff Girls and oh I like flipped God. I flipped the biggest shit on her I was like mom don't you know this blah 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 it's Powerpuff Girls and like it was I was I was like scandalized I was like how could my own mother betray me like this and like, I also would probably have thrown a fit at somebody saying Powderpuff Girls so I definitely feel you, you on like this. a it deep within my soul level like we're both big sailor moon fans i was actually mm-hmm. uh i was usagi for halloween in first grade please tell me you have pictures of this i do i'm gonna have oh to climb my into God. my attic for it but i will gladly send you this is you the photos. best day of my life i'm so excited to see these pictures yes um what you gonna call it and like my teacher was just like so if you're sailor moon why aren't you like sailing on a ship and i was like you don't get it <laughs> You don't get it. 
Like, I was so mad. I was like, and clearly it stuck with me because I'm 23 years old now and it's been like, how many years? I can't do basic math. Let's find out. It's been... Oh my I'm God. six years old. I, it was, it's been 17 years and I still like remember this clear as day. Like, I was so bitter. It's like, how dare this woman say these words to me? Like... Oh man, I love Sailor Moon. My favorite part is when they just sail all those freaking moons. <laughs> but That's yeah. so funny. Oh my god. Kid po- yeah, so kid politics. And, and that's the name, uh, kid politics? I mean, it could be, but I think um, there's definitely probably a better name out there besides kid politics. But I don't in know, my kid heart. politics is a pretty good name. I feel like even if it isn't a pun and it doesn't rhyme, it still is a succinct summation of the idea of the podcast. It encapsulates the feeling, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I think, it's catchy. Yes. And I think it totally would work in like the way where people could like talk about things that happened to them as a kid but then also talk about like does this shit still matter to me like yeah. probably if somebody were to beef on Sailor Moon like that's me today I'd be like shut up just sh- shut the fuck up just sh- shut up <laughs> like, I would probably, probably respond more in line with six year old Teresa <laughs> <laughs> like I'd be, I'd be so very pissed. offended yeah like I would be too <laughs> so I think kid politics is totally a thing that was legit I didn't write down any examples from my notes I just wrote down things that were important to you as a kid but not like as an adult but I totally think a lot of people would have things that they could talk about freely that's so uh that's like so that was super important to them as a kid but like now really isn't as an adult but or stuff that is totally important to them still as an adult like I bet people have tons of feel like I bet I have a few friends who are like hardcore Digimon fans still and I bet uh shout out to Kate even though she doesn't listen to us uh but I'll tell her that we talk about her briefly like I have a friend Kate who's super duper into Digimon still and is a really big Digimon fan and like for instance I bought her like this really nice Digimon figure for her her birthday slash Christmas because it was super expensive. Which and, figure is it? Um, Oh my gosh it's the one that I want to say it's the one that looks like a gun they all look like guns Um, give me a second let me find out I, she probably posted it on Instagram so I can just check oh my gosh the first thing I see is a fucking Rick and Morty tattoo lol oh sorry I'm too dumb to get Rick and Morty where is it, Caitlin? Where is it? This bitch, does she not post? She's not a bitch. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, oh my gosh. It's, you don't, you don't have listed which fucking Digimon it is? Oh, it's, um, Beelzebubmon. Beelzebub-boo-ba-boo-boo. Beelzebubmon. Beelzebubmon. Oh, yeah. I can't say words. He looks kind of like he's supposed to be like a sexy anime guy. Yeah, kind. And, uh, he's very pointy. Yeah. Like I stabbed myself putting him together with her. It was he bad. He's very pointy. He's a pointy boy in general. Like he's spiky and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, so I feel like definitely like if we could get somebody who's super into Pokemon and then my good pal Kate to talk about Digimon, they would just go at each other's throats even though we're like all in our 20s now, I think. Ooh, or if you get somebody who was really into the Pokemon trading card game and then you get somebody who was really into the Yu-Gi-Oh trading card game. Game. Oh boy. Have you ever played the Pokemon trading card game? Like actually played it? No, I just collected the oh. cards that I liked the art on. 
when I was, um, I think I was a sophomore in college, I was working as um, a park camp counselor and my good pal was also a park camp counselor. So she brought her own cards and taught me how to play Pokemon TCG. So I pretty much exclusively play with a generation one deck because I just haven't, I'm too afraid to buy cards past that kind of deal because it like started off as a joke, but I actually like do know how to play it. And it's really fun. I wish I had more friends to play with, but I don't. Yeah, but I'm I, just I highly not really big into card games so I would just like get the cards that I liked the Pokemon art and then mm-hmm. I would not pay attention to anything else that was on the card that's that's fair because that's me with any other card game like I still have cards from the Neopets card game you think I actually learned how to play that hell no girl you know I still have cards from the Neopets you card know game it. you know it see you and I both know all right I think kid politics is a wrap-up and I think it's time for us to end this episode all right if you want to follow me on on Twitter, you could do that at mpandanata. If you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do that at freshpodmarket. Where can they follow you on Twitter, Teresa? Y'all can follow me at vacuniad. I think everybody knows how to spell it by now. And if you don't, you should listen to our previous episodes where Teresa yes. thoughtfully spelled it out for you all these times. Or you can check out one of our like 14 followers and find me there. I'm Dr. Neopets right now. But also, speaking of, we have a shirt now. We do i was gonna say that if you want to get our logo on a t-shirt or on a sticker or a notebook or any other various products that redbubble offers you can do that at the link on our twitter account because i'm not gonna spell out the url to that link but you should be able to find it it's not hard to find it's not that bad we should probably make it our pinned we should that's a very good idea i'll do that i'm gonna buy myself a sticker yeah i just bought myself a notebook so that i can keep my ideas for this very good podcast in it. Ooh, nice. I'm going to put my sticker on my laptop as a form of advertisement. Speaking of advertisement, guys, I highly suggest that you should spread the word about us. We would really appreciate it if we grew our following a little bit like that. So then we wouldn't have to keep thinking of bad podcast ideas by ourselves. Yeah. If you have any podcast ideas that you would like us to talk about, you can send those to us on the Twitter or you can send them to us at our email address, which is freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com. Perfect. All right, I think. Oh, we also have to thank our good old pal who made our theme song. That is absolutely correct. If you like our theme song, that was Plants by Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com. That is friend of the show, Jimmy, who was nice enough to let us use his song for our theme song. Thanks, Jimmy. And with that, it's time to buy some essential oils. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Teresa. Thanks for joining me, Pand. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.